smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast when you hear ev the first thing that probably comes to your mind is charging can an ev be charged at home what type of electrical fitting does it need what if i live in a housing society and don't have personal parking does charging at a fast charging station cost the same as charging at home well In today's episode I will give you answers to all these questions. Hi everyone, welcome to Why Not Mint Money. I am Shipra from Mint's personal finance team. In today's episode I have invited Sameer Ranjan Jaiswal who's the CEO of EV charging solutions company Charger as the expert speaker. Hi. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started on your money journey. Hi Sameer, welcome to Why Not Mint Money and thanks a lot for joining us today. Hi Shipra, thanks for inviting me and happy to be here. Looking forward to the discussion. So Sameer, let's start with the basics. What type of socket does an EV owner needs to charge their car? Well, when we're talking about charging their cars, especially at their homes or uh, uh, you know apartments where they stay, there are a few options that they have the simplest option is a 15 amp socket which is available with almost everyone if not you know they can get a local electrician to come in and install that 15 amp socket typically every car that is being sold today uh, they also give an accessory along with the car which can go into a 15 amp socket if not you can get an aftermarket accessory which can be plugged into a 15 amp socket and then uh, charge your car unfortunately this is a very uh, poor option because it takes a lot of time to charge your car in that 15 amp socket Uh, it varies anywhere from uh, you know 12 hours to upwards of a day so the user experience is not so good the uh, option uh, you know which is better than this is a type 2 socket which comes as a part of 7.4 kilowatt and 22 kilowatt ac chargers so in that case you will have to get a charging station uh, it, it could be from any uh, manufacturer uh, Uh, there are multiple manufacturers both uh, indian and uh, global manufacturers who provide these 7.4 and 22 kilowatt chargers these are pretty standard products so you can get them and then you will have to find someone who is an expert in installing these charging stations and uh, if it is your personal home then you don't need anything beyond a charger like a software solution but it will it is always good to have a software or an app companion along with the charging station something like charger right okay so couple of questions here let's start with the 15 amp socket let me first tell our listeners that a 15 amp socket is something that you use for your air conditioner or your geyser so uh, like you said that you know um, i mean a person might not have a 15 amp uh, socket in their uh, parking lot so they can get it installed from outside um so and even the car manufacturing companies give that accessory uh, do they also give wiring along with the accessory uh, you know to to install that 15 amp charger actually number one if even if you already have potentially have a 15 amp socket you very rightly said uh, you know the 15 amp socket are the ones where you plug in your oven or your geyser but even if there is a 15 amp socket in your parking you should not blindly use it 
it is very very important to check the wiring which was done to power that 15 amp socket there are many cases across india where homes have burned down because uh, you know the car is going to continuously draw a large amount of power from that socket so the socket needs to be of high quality plus the wiring which has been done to provide power to that socket that means the wire that comes from your meter to to that socket the whole length if there are multiple junction boxes in middle or the wires are split somewhere you will have to check the complete wiring to ensure that wiring is of high quality and is of right gauge because car is going to draw a large amount of power continuously for hours on end and it might end up burning your house so 15 amp socket is not a inherently not a very safe option but yes if you get a competent mechanic your car manufacturer will not provide you anything related to that 15 amp socket they okay. may depending on where you are buying the car suggest you local agencies who do these installations so uh, but you can also get a local mechanic uh, electrician who will come in and uh, who will install a thick high gauge wire and from your meter directly to that 15 amp socket and uh, it is preferable if you also buy a high quality socket since you are going to be drawing a large amount of power coming to what do the car manufacturers give uh, you can understand it as the charger that you carry with your mobile phones so socket is the same as a socket that you plug in your chargers into the wall so that's going to be the socket and then uh, the adapter or the charger that you plug into that socket and the other end you plug into your phone that is given by the car manufacturer right so basically it's like a like a cord like yes. a connector so these companies you know they when they are selling the car they claim that they give uh, free of cost installation what is that it really depends on company as well as the location that you are buying the vehicle from not all locations uh, are i mean not all dealers will be providing that service so typically with the car also again with the Uh, i mean depending on which company's car you are purchasing they might be giving you two adapters first of all or two cords let's say uh, one which will which can be plugged into a 15 amp socket that will definitely be there second they might also give you a proper 7.4 kilowatt charging station which is a smart device which will be able to provide 7.4 kilowatt power output and that will have a type 2 gun attached with it so that type 2 gun can then be plugged into your uh, car okay. in either cases depending on again depending on where you are if you are in their serviceable area etc they might also offer free installation of that uh, either uh, themselves or through third party partners so samin the 7.4 kilowatt ac charger that you mentioned uh, what is the average installation cost of this uh, it's uh, see if you already have the hardware which uh, hopefully you received uh, free of cost along with your vehicle right. in that case the installation i mean the Uh, it it actually can be wall mounted so the labor charge should not be more than 5000 rupees now the other cost which could go very high 
is the wiring cost or the cost of the wire actually uh, again uh, the wire which has to be uh, uh, which has to go into the charging station depends on or the rather the thickness or the gauge of the wire depends on how far it is from the meter room so if until 10 meter the gauge is different then until 50 meter the gauge is increased and beyond 50 meters again you have to put a much thicker gauge wire and then depending on your personal choice if you're going for a copper wire or an or an aluminum wire uh it again depend but on an average the wiring cost should also be done within 5000 rupees so for an average person the setup cost should not be more than 10000 rupees okay understood now uh and how how long does it take to charge a car uh, using this method the 7.4 kilowatt ac charger it takes about 3 to 4 hours for a full 0 to 100% uh, charging and is it the same as what fast charging uh, charging st- charging stations provide no so there are even faster charging options those are dc chargers typically those uh, it it will not make sense to for you to install dc chargers in your home because they are uh, expensive state of the art devices which directly output uh, to, uh, dc power they start from 25 kilowatt to 30 kilowatt uh, capacity uh, in some cases for some older cars there are 15 kilowatt chargers as well so 15 to 30 kilowatt and then they go up to 60 kilowatt uh, 150 kilowatt etc in india typically you will see uh, for the newer batches of cars 30 kilowatt chargers are being deployed so they will char- fully charge the car in about 1 to 1 and a half hours and what is the cost difference in uh, you know charging through a 7.4 kilowatt ac charger at home versus a fast charging station full charge uh, say from yes. 10 to 80% to 90% i mean the electricity that you end up drawing is the same so in that sense uh, it is the same it's just that you are able to draw it much faster but since you are outside uh, paying for a public charger uh, utility uh, you will be paying a slight premium on the electricity the typical rates in the market vary anywhere between 14 rupees per unit to 20 rupees per unit of electricity this is including the premium this yes this is including the premium so uh, let's say you have an mg zs in that case for a 0 to 100 uh, which rarely happens but on highway it is possible you might end up paying uh, about 600 to 800 rupees so sameer for somebody who lives in an apartment in a housing society and you know do not have a private parking space what char- what charging options do they have yes now this is a very pertinent area right now where a lot of people especially living in metro areas are suffering in fact just yesterday my friend who lives in mumbai and uh, she is one of the earliest adopter of electric vehicles in fact she owns an mg vehicle itself which is uh, uh, from a long time she was one of the first customers of the vehicle she took a new apartment she signed the lease she paid the token amount 
and in the last moment she had to drop everything because the society did not agree to let her install her own charging station so apartments or rather these places where there is a shared uh, or uh, you know shared parking facility or even if you have your own parking it's not you know your own home that's where we'll ha- uh, you know we'll have to provide some uh, solution so that these problems could be avoided now how how to have a charging solution in the apartment there are two options again one is a shared charging facility mm-hmm. and the second is a personal charging facility what do i mean by shared charging facility basically the apartment or the residential society sets aside certain parking it could be guest parking or it could be any sort of an empty area they set that area aside specifically for charging of electric vehicles then they contact a company like charger who comes in and installs charging station there based on the present requirement of the society and uh, l- later on if needed the number of charging stations could be increased and so on so charging stations are installed there and then through the app the residents now typically in the app again uh, only resident should get access so there has to be features like access control then there has to be tracking on who has used how much electricity and therefore they will pay accordingly That's so right. there is a uh, there is a concept of upfront payment on these uh, charges where you keep money in the wallet and uh, money will be deducted based on the amount of electricity that you are using you book the charger for a certain time slot let's say you come and book it for 8 pm to 10 pm and you park your vehicle there plug it in and then at 10 pm you will have to remove your vehicle because possibly someone else has booked that charging station after 10 pm so if you don't do that the society or the property managers or the security guards etc also have an have a dashboard where they can see who's booking it is and who's booking it was earlier and then they'll contact you to remove the vehicles etc so this is the shared charging uh, concept in this case uh, the upfront cost to the society is low and there is sharing of the charging station typically one charging station can support up to 6 cars i mean just one question here uh, when you said that you know some a company like charger can be approached uh, for installing charging stations who approaches uh, these companies is it the rwa or you know is it the housing corporation is it the ev owners how does it work uh, ev owners can show interest uh, but the final decision making for the society is in the hand of rwas So who bears the cost of initial installation I am assuming it's the EV owners Uh if it's a shared charging facility EV owner does not uh if it's a shared charging facility then the cost of installation is borne by the RWA itself And is the cost slowly passed on to the EV owners in, in you know in the in the form of uh, yes charged on exactly the so then the cost is slowly passed on to also because it's further complicated by the fact that not everyone owns an ev today That's so right. the cost should be typically ideally only be borne by those who already have an ev so the, the rwa then charges a slight premium on the electricity to slowly recover the cost of uh, building this amenity 
but there is one more uh, way in which charging setup is done so this is the first way where you know the shared charging facility is installed but in most of the societies you will have your own parking spot and uh, you uh, might want to have charging at your own parking spot so you might not want to you know go to a charging station plug it in and then after 2 hours or 1 hour remember to come down again and then remove your vehicle so in that case the second option is instead of a shared charging facility uh, there is an option of a personal charging facility now personal charging facility can be approached in two ways one way is that you know you set you have your own parking you uh, install a charger there and you pull the wire from your own meter till you are parking and uh, that's it then there is no interference from anyone this however is uh, again not a good way to set up charging stations and this is not a scalable way for a few reasons number one if everyone pulls wires from their own meters to their parkings it it looks very ugly and it is a fire hazard Hmm. Uh, it is also very difficult to maintain plus it it might lead to high runaway costs because you know there could be two or three basements someone's home might be very close to the meter so he is happy doing just 10 meters of wiring but others might have to do 500 meters of wiring and 500 meters of wiring means that you are just the cost of actual wire itself might go across one and a half to two lakhs so this is this is not a very scalable option the other option is that everyone gets connected to a common electricity connection so cable is run across the parkings and then it branches out to individual parking and everyone is connected to this common electricity connection now what are the advantages to this option the advantage is that uh, you know it's a safe and uh, uh, electrically safe option it it can be easily maintained it doesn't look poor and it can be done by professionals every time uh, it also does not affect your home electricity usage in your home typically you will only have 4 kilowatt or 8 kilowatt of load that you have taken for running your home and your acs etc now your car is an additional load plus the amount of electricity that your car will use on a daily basis basis will start adding to your home electricity usage and you'll have to pay a higher uh, you know higher uh, slab rate for even your home electricity usage because the usage increased instead if everyone is connected to a common electricity connection then the society can opt for an ev meter a lot of states have now come up with a concept of ev meter where there's a flat tariff in most states it's about 5 rupees so there's a flat tariff of 5 rupees per unit of electricity even if you use 10,000 units of electricity so the whole society can take benefit of this uh, special EV tariff while not affecting their own home tariff mm -hmm. and while all of this is also electrically safe so Samin do you own an EV? yes I actually have been an uh, EV exclusive EV user since the last three years. So mm -hmm. I'm using an EV before it became a buzzword. And uh, uh, I am a huge proponent of the right qualities, quality that EVs provide because it's so smooth and noiseless. And one and and the acceleration is immediate. So once you drive an EV, you will not want to drive any other vehicle. 
So which model do you want? Which car model? Uh, Nexon. Nexon, right. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of uh, discussion about the high upfront cost. So, uh, yeah. did you do your maths before buying the car? Uh, yes, I am an engineer, so I always do my maths. <laughs> and uh, maths does work in uh, my favor in this case because uh, eventually the total cost of ownership across a five-year period is much lesser in an EV cup. And now with ever-increasing uh, you know, costs associated with a petrol or a diesel vehicle, uh, EVs are much better. Uh, even because, you know, the not just savings on fuel cost, there is savings on maintenance cost as well. Uh, just one more question, you know, on the charging bit. I mean, just to understand your own user experience. Uh, when you travel, intercity travel, uh, how do you plan ahead? Do you plan your charging schedules ahead? And how do you charge uh, on your route? Uh, yes, I plan ahead. And uh, even inside city, now sometimes you will have to plan ahead if you didn't charge your vehicles fully. So when you are using an EV, this will become sort of a, a second nature. So what I do is I just open up the charger app and I see the charging stations along the way. And accordingly, I plan my breaks. So that's where I'll stop for, for a tea or that's where I'll stop for a lunch. Right. And during that break, in an, in half an hour or one hour, my vehicle will be fully charged and I'll be on my way. So when you travel outside the city, uh, approximately how many trips have you taken in the last three years with your EV? I actually don't really travel too much outside the city. Uh, I mean too far outside the city. Right. Uh, I have only been to Mysore a few times, maybe four or five times. But other than that, so Sami, do you take your EV out for intercity travel? Uh, my intercity travels in general are very limited, uh, especially by uh, cars. So uh, my only experience uh, traveling in my EV is to Mysore, and then I've also driven once uh, from Mumbai to Goa. But other than that, uh, in general, my car trips uh, are limited. Right. So when you went to Goa, that's that's a long ride from Bangalore. How did you plan your charging? That had to be an extensive uh, planning. Uh, we uh, had to uh, plan out the charging stations and the stops along the way. And uh, we already knew which charging stations are there and where they are located. And uh, we had to go slightly off route because they were not on highway. This is... Uh, almost two years back so the charging presence was uh, even more limited so we had to go slightly off-road uh, to ensure that we are able to charge and but yes i uh, that was a, that was the adventure that i signed up for mm -hmm. and it really was an adventure at that point of time because the charges were really limited right but has it changed now do you think there are more charging stations on such uh, busy routes Yes, now more and more charging stations are coming up, especially on busy highways. Uh, across India, even uh, across Delhi, Leh Highway, 
there are charging stations now so if you can find chargers there i think you can comfortably travel in right right okay so that's all for today thanks a lot for joining us today samir it was really wonderful you know knowing the uh technical side of uh, charging bit as an expert and also knowing about your personal experience of owning an ev thanks a lot chipra for having me on the program uh, it was a fun conversation and uh, yes it was a great discussion that brings us to the end of today's episode if you would like to know more about this topic or make a suggestion of a personal finance topic that you would like us to cover i can be reached at twitter under the username of Shipra Singh Sarath and on LinkedIn at Shipra Singh. Thank you for tuning in. See you in the next episode. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.